And we're live. All right. Po ZZP Power Hour number 122. We are here with our full service team. We got Mr. Ryan Klein yeah, down on the, the end. Newbie. Bosey. Bosey is easy performance. Everybody knows me. James McGovern. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, Chris B down here. Uh, Chris and Ryan are our two current mechanics. Chris, how long have you been here? Oh, five and a half years. Five and a half years. And then Ryan, you're I'm... coming up on two? Or you just passed one? I think I just passed one. Dang. I feel like I've been here forever. <laughs> like, I've gotten close with, like, everybody, so I feel like I've been here for, like, ever. It does seem like you've been here for so, a long time. I don't know. I'd say that's true for everybody. Everybody, yeah. you know what? You get about a year in here, and you, if, if you're in... And you're in, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just kind of get sucked into everything and everybody, and yeah, and it consumes your life. Yeah, like Ryan, he's here before me and here after me. <laughs> I was like, home till I was here at like six thirty last night, just fiddling with stuff with Al or yeah. with whatever. I love it. Yep, absolutely. That's what it's all about. So, sometimes those are the best days, though. Just like no, no real plan after work. You're just here, <sighs> like yeah. tinkering. Well, especially since Ryan just moved a lot closer, too, so he has lots more time to... Oh, my fiance hates it. <laughs> just because I'm here more, she knows that I can, like, stay after work longer and hang out. Yeah, yep. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we got the two me mechanics. Bo runs the, the whole shebang. Try to, at least. <laughs> yeah. We got, what, uh, 52 fleet cars? 52 fleet cars. Jesus, that many? Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, we yeah. have about a half an a half an acre lot, and it's yeah, hard it's to park. <laughs> uh, especially <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah. Especially right now. But yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on right now. It's construction and additions, and ZZP is going to be a whole new facility in about another six months here. Yeah, no, yeah. it's coming along quickly. Looking really yeah. forward to take advantage of that from the install side of things because right now the dyno is across the street, um, and it's across. Probably Grand Rapids' busiest street, four lanes <laughs> so of bad. traffic. So it's really difficult. You know, we put together a car um, that hasn't been tuned yet, and then you got And then Ryan here is trying to get a car that hasn't been tuned across four lanes of traffic to the dyno. Oh, yeah. um, you know, it's 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 a major liability that we're going to be removing from the process. Plus, just the ease of on and off the dyno. You know, and having um, a brand new one. With yeah. new neural rollers, all-wheel drive. It's going to be so nice. It's going to be nice. We're it's going to be sick. We're going to be keeping that baby clean. Yeah. We'll be mopping it. Uh, you know, the the current dyno bay right now is the one that ZZP has been using since the beginning. And, you know, it still works really well. Um, and we're extremely grateful to have a dyno mm -hmm. for all of our R&D and tuning. But um, it's it's well overdue. And, I, we, you know, we're really looking forward to getting it a lot closer to the install so we can just cars right out of the bay, right onto the dyno. Everything's going to be a lot more fluent. And I'm excited, too, uh, because it's an all-wheel drive dyno, we can just pull everything straight on. Yeah. So yeah. the back wall won't be all black and gross, and it'll make videos better. And Yeah, it, it'll be yeah, sweet. It'll be so nice. In-ground. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, no lift. <laughs> Remember when it was getting stuck on the lifts and it would sit like <laughs> this and you'd have to mess with it and you get it straight and yeah you know things that are there for 20 years yeah they get a little old but oh, it's gonna be awesome uh nice to see mr bill kish we got brad keys we got nick wagner speedo jameson man we got some some good peeps in here we got mr trevor plag just shot you an email speedo um ryan here's been putting smiles on the car 
Uh, everything's doing really well. Matt got a really good update for the car today to help with some spool and some drivability. So we'll be shaking that down and probably be looking at getting it back to you next week, bud. I know it's been a minute and we appreciate your patience. Yeah. If, if anybody missed last week, uh, Speedo's got a 17 yep. Malibu here. Uh, LTG got a Z54. Mm -hmm. yeah. and stage two cams stage two cams i mean this thing full build zzp uh yeah. ltg yep and a very nice car it's gonna be a <laughs> it's a total sleeper <laughs> i love it it's perfect as ryan would say she's gonna be a ripper <laughs> <laughs> me and bo come from the same town that's just our lingo i guess to be fair about everything ryan puts together is a ripper so yeah well, hey now i put that one together <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah she's still gonna be a ripper though. uh ben rojas uh, is it worth buying a blown 3800 and rebuilding it i would say it depends on what's blown I would say no. <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's what happened to Bo's car, maybe not. <laughs> there's a there's a couple. I don't know where you're from, bud, but there's a couple floating around the marketplace right now for under five hundred bucks running. Yeah, so it's not bad. Even if you are planning on rebuilding it, it'd be better off getting something that hasn't had issues. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of oil passages that things can make their way into. Uh, you know, you never want. I don't know. You you don't want to be cleaning up a mess. It's Good with a clean start with a clean slate. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, Tim, Kappa parts on the horizon. We are currently working an inching closer to the Kappa turbo upgrades. Uh, so that is coming down the pipeline. Uh, Brad, topic today is just uh, chatting about install. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Introducing both the. Uh, well, Chris has been on here before. Yep. First time with Ryan. Yeah, first time. These are the guys that make it happen behind the scenes. I know you were thinking they're going to be a lot taller and a lot prettier, but uh, <laughs> Believe a lot, a lot shorter, I guess, for me, anyways. Believe it or not, it is. I was thinking about it on my way up the stairs. I'm like, you know, I there. I don't think there's anything that uh, these two guys couldn't handle as far as um, car-oriented uh, mechanical work goes. Um, oh yeah. We throw a lot of silly stuff at them <laughs> from the R&D side of things. Uh, we throw a lot of over-the-top builds on cars that haven't ran in eight years. <laughs> um, you know, there's oh, a yeah. lot. <laughs> We're, you know, just like Ryan today, he's putting together a, a good customer of ours, uh, Mr. Kennedy's car. And mm -hmm. it is basically leaving our shop and going to race the half mile. And I was telling him, like... Yeah, in Indiana, right? Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, make sure, you know, we're... We're, we're thorough as i mean as we always are but make sure this one's put together right because he's fixing to leave here and go 160 miles an hour in a car that wasn't designed to do that <laughs> and a perfect example of this was ryan brought me the three um, upper engine bolts today and they're all m10 and they love to strip out the aluminum bracket that they go into mm -hmm. um and he's like man the two outside ones are good but this middle one isn't looking right and i'm like you know what not a big deal yeah. we've done it before we'll just drill and tap it out to an m12 Make sure yeah. that we got good Works threads, well. you know. It's way better now. I it yep. was just like it's one of those things where it's like this dude even with anybody, but like especially when you're yeah. full this this is full on race car. It's a beautiful car. Like he's oh, yeah. got, he's, he's got a containment seat, he's got a cage, yeah. he's got some all brake pads. Yeah, no wrists. Everything's gotta be tight and right and she's she's gonna move. So Yeah, that I took some photos of the engine today. 
fresh F40. It's beautiful. 257 <laughs> kit. All brand new. Oh, yeah. yeah. Race block, ported head. Basically, we pulled his car in, which was a ripper. It made a 480 last year on our dyno with a 7163 setup. We pulled that whole thing out and didn't put anything of the remain or what it was <laughs> yep. other than the cradle back in it. Uh -huh. Everything else is new, so it's we like we like doing those, you know, the ground up builds. Yeah, they're fun builds. They're so sad. They look so nice when everything's new. And yeah. they drive so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on the topic, uh, Ryan, you said you were you've been here about a year, Chris yep. about five and a half. When did you guys start uh, wrenching in general? In general, I guess I'll start. I started with a snowmobile. That's yeah. what I started with. Okay. My I my parent or parents nobody really wrenched. Like a little mm -hmm. bit here and there, jack of all trades, but my uh my uncle had one sitting in the back of his barn for like twenty years. It's nineteen seventy four Articat Jag two thousand. I don't know if you remember me ripping that, but <laughs> not really. <laughs> This old sled, and then I wanted more power because everybody had new sleds. Like I said, it was 70s. Uh -huh. I'm 24 years old. I am not born <laughs> in the 70s. So I was like, I got to keep up with all these newer sleds, put a bigger engine in it, and then got me hooked. And that's where I started. Yeah. And then I moved on to cars. And then I, when, just sorry not to interrupt yeah, you. That's all right. I was working on my Grand Prix one time. I remember specifically I'm putting a tranny cooler in it before. Man, it might have been it before, is, like dino days um laying in the driveway and this kid i hadn't seen him in like 10 years and he pulls in in <laughs> so a jetta true. and puts it on the two-step and <laughs> spit, shoots flames out and i'm like oh, what's up bud <laughs> big turbo everything it was yeah that was like the first mod car you ever had yeah that car was cursed that's another story but it's <laughs> that was fully i something was after me in that car sold it never had a problem since but there's so many stories i had that car for a year and like short story but like it broke down two cemeteries it broke down at what it, i flew into a ditch and i knocked over i knocked over two crosses and then like it was the craziest oh. i i, I sold like it that. <laughs> it scared me so much I had an Impala that I, only car I've ever had to have towed. Yeah. And just always not running. Wound up selling it to a friend, gave it to his wife, and she put 100,000 miles on it, trouble free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, speaking of selling to friends, Tyler's old black ion oh, that, no. that, we, that we developed the entry level kit on. Yep. Um, Tyler had that. He sold it to me. I sold it to Ryan. <laughs> we all sold the same ion before. I'll have it. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sure Chris worked on it at some point. Yeah, I'm yep. Sure it did. Yeah, that but, car. That car should have been. That car was blessed with responsible owners and. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Is that what you call that? That car, <laughs> many F35s, it, yeah, and turbos. Can we can we look at fifth gear in that at one time without taking anything apart? Uh -huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that, yeah. That was during Bo's ownership. <laughs> well, mine blew the either clutch or whatever part when I put. No, you put a trans in it. I put a new clutch in it. And then that blew apart. You guys just need that's, to F40 swap everything. Yeah, that's, that's the way to do that's it. That's what 400 plus foot pounds does yeah. to an old F35. Uh, Chris, what about you? What did you start wrenching on? And then what did oh. you do before here? I started as a kid with my dad. Yeah. Like, Holding the flashlight? Yeah. Lawn <laughs> equipment is old square body. It's okay. kind of progressed. Yeah. And then yeah. you were a I was heavy, heavy diesel guy yep. before I came here. 
and it was all history. <laughs> I did that for almost 17 years. Wow. And you're like, man, these are nice little tinker toys yeah. compared to... Like, man, I don't hurt anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I came from working on heavy equipment too, and it's no joke. Yeah. No joke, for sure. What, what, uh, what were some of the specialty tools that you needed to work on that big heavy stuff that would like shock people, if anything? You know, did you have to have some like 3,000 foot pound impact or anything? Yeah, a one inch drive, like to hold it with two hands. <laughs> like jackhammer looking thing? Yeah. yeah, I've used those. Those are really cool, but they are heavy. Mm. <laughs> like, I bet. Yep. Yeah. The, I mean, the wheel torque specs and the head torque specs and everything is just through yeah. well, even hundreds like, of Even pumps, like head yeah. bolt and main bolt, factory torque specs are torque yield, and they'll yeah. tell you to paint marker a spot on the bolt and use an impact to finish it. Yeah. My, my friend's just, a heavy equipment, he works at AIS and does all their heavy equipment, like maintenance work um, in the field, like yeah. literally. Uh -huh. And that's what they tell them, like half inch impact is... Just keep running it out. Uh, even engine stuff, anything. And it's yeah. so weird to me. Like, we talk all the time about stuff. Yep. Like, he's like, yeah, I got an impact, and then I got other little things. But I'm like, <laughs> generally the impact. Like, yeah. it's just how it works. Good and tight. Allen bolts on those things, too. Good and tight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think we should answer Brad a minute. Oh, what's uh, Brad got? He wonders if I'm Chris Boltman. <laughs> this is this is the, is the Chris, Chris Boltman, Bolt yep. the Boltmaster himself. Mm -hmm. Both these guys have been helping Brad with his yeah. F40 swap, yeah. and Brad's been relaying some great info that we're going to update the instructions with. Uh, we love customers like Brad because you know uh, there, he's there's... been helping a lot with even me relaying stuff to you that we've been talking about. Yep. Just like he's found little things that it's like super nice to know that we yeah. might overlooked or. It was an old yeah, we, kit. It's coming out. was definitely some old instructions. Yeah. I think we kind of realized. Yep. I looked at them while I was at home last weekend trying to answer a question for Brad and realized I've installed all those sorts of those kits and uh, never actually looked at the instructions. <laughs> yeah. Really, so. it's, it's common knowledge to you guys, so it's you're not always looking at the instructions and they get outdated. But um, moving forward from here on out, F40 instructions should be a little better. A little bit better. Yeah, it should be yeah, way more updated. But yeah, everyone with a cobalt, put an F40 in it. That's, that's I just what bought, I'm saying. bought one it's with the help the of Brad. Best thing, and they just shift so smooth. So much better. They're the greatest. And you got fresh cables. You got a fresh shifter. Like, just really, it really beautiful. puts together those cars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan, I know you specifically. You worked at a dealer before here, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, I worked at Feldman Chevy. Not shout out them. Great place. <laughs> loved it. Yep. Um, loved the people there. Just didn't flat rates very hard, especially with what we were going through with COVID and stuff. And it's hard to make money being a new tech too. Yeah. So a lot of the gravy jobs don't go to the new guys. You mm -hmm. get the the worst <laughs> jobs that take longer. And yeah. But I loved it. Loved the people there. Just I didn't want to work on regular stock cars every day. And yeah. So yeah. what would you say is the biggest difference between that and here? Oh, that and here. Um, when you take something off of a car. It's not the same thing going back on, which is a huge difference oh, yeah. because when you take something off of a stock car and then you replace it with something else that's stock, it just goes right in its place. Uh -huh. Like it fits perfect. It goes perfect. And our stuff fits good, but it's um, like the charge pipes might be bigger or the um, you're putting an intercooler on that wasn't was designed tiny. To be there, yeah. And so you have to 
everything everything takes like finesse because you got these tiny little cars that you're putting mm-hmm. all this power down to and it's the result is awesome when yeah. you get done with it but it's just going from pulling sack bars off and putting sack bars on i feel like that was the biggest thing yeah and like reading instructions <laughs> like i love reading instructions but when you're working on stock cards, you don't have instructions. Yeah, you I mean, just you got, got a manual. You got like tech, um, tech line and stuff like that you can look at, and they'll like kind of tell you how to diagnose something. But like, it's a little different when you have so much going on mm-hmm. with a particular car. You got to really be aware of everything, you know. Yeah. Um, it, is the exhaust going to hit if I have? Yep. You know, it orientated this way, or and it's especially like with equalizer downpipes. I think you've done all of our equalizer installs. Yeah. Um, a lot I of don't tedious. think I've done one of those. It's pretty tedious. Oh, yeah, uh, it is. The result is. I've done turbo perfect. kits. So that's kind of the same. Yeah, kind of the same. More power. Yeah, but yeah, e- equalizer is just. Oh, I really wish we should have like a it's ten. Night uh, uh, this product will have you at your wit's end, but just it's be worth patient. it. Yeah, be yeah, patient. it really is. There's no way other to do it. You couldn't do it any any way else. It's just how it is. It's just such yeah, a yeah. tight fit in the Grand Prix. So much to package in that small location. But if you do it right and you got no leaks and you double check everything, it is the most glorious American sound ever. <laughs> it really is. It's beautiful. It takes those cars from mid 90s, early 2000 S boxes to like. Oh, yeah. They sound like a newer. I don't know. They kind of sound like like a quieter V in a way. I don't know how to explain it. Like the V when when you take the exhaust off the V, like Mm -hmm. when you have Tim's and he revs it, and it's got that nice sound and that little bit of rasp to it, and it's just (laughs) it's it's right there. It's right in the heart. Nice to see Jesse Enzor in here. He just got a Forge One Floor from us and Z04 and all that good jazz. So glad to hear that it's working out. Uh, looks like Tim's doing a little tech support in the chat. <laughs> uh, for you two guys, what are your favorite platform cars to work on and your least favorite? <laughs> Chris, I, I like the Cadillacs. Okay. <laughs> Either the V or the regular ATS. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the 30 hundred stuff. <laughs> and why would that be? Well, because the local ones, <laughs> they're tricky to even lift. <laughs> I made him work on one this week. <laughs> oh, it was... It was a prime example of what Chris doesn't want to do. <laughs> like Totoki's, that's a big build. I like that. Yeah. The but. big builds are really fun, too. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, there's there's something to be said about taking, you know, a stock car or something that somebody has modified a little bit and really just taking it all the way, you mm-hmm. know, and, and seeing the final result, getting it on the dyno, knowing it runs well. Uh you know, you get that personal satisfaction in your like own the car. The one so. you gave me recently, like, I'm touching everything on that car. Yeah. It's got no suspension in it right now. Zero yeah. suspension yeah. in it. <laughs> no drivetrain, nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. Just a shell up on the lift. Yeah. Is that an LS4 car? Or is that no, a... it's, okay. it's just got a GXP bumper on it. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Yeah. Oh. It's it's like it had GXP wheels on it at one time, too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's he's also got, like, some 10-inch wide and key RPF1s mm-hmm. that we're going to have to try and fit somehow. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. I guess my favorite, love-hate, 
Grand Prix. Yeah. Love hate relationship with them. I've worked on some really cool ones. I've worked on some. They're both. I mean, they're cool, but like some of them are just worse than others to work on. I don't know. I don't know why that is. <laughs> some of them just. I don't know. They just the thirty eight hundred will test your patience because yeah it. It, it requires an extra level of detail for some reason. Um, and when I say that, like, um, you got to be really careful to not develop a misfire yeah. on your wrench. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, I don't know. If you, if they have a surprise, they probably pick up a miss. Yeah, like, yeah. stuff like that. Um, you know, you got to be, you, you, we're not just dropping cams and lifters and you got to measure the push rods and, you know, you got to make sure that's all right. There's a lot of little this and that's that. Are required to put together a good 3800 and um, besides that they're older and heavier and just overall not yeah. a little a little cold Been or leaking for years yeah mm-hmm. that's that yeah look greasy greasy you got that, that just natural, sweating the uh, horsepower yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do every grand prix <laughs> just like every sonic leaks uh ac refrigerator <laughs> well you know, every that, one of them right yeah the, the ac is every sonic i've every never one. seen one that's dry underneath the ac compressor well and that's the other thing you know with the grand prix needing more attention to detail is like it needs a dab of rtv here and a dab of rtv there and a dab of this there uh-huh. or else you're gonna have a leak and, yeah um, it's not very easy to just like reseal the oil pan if you didn't do it right the first time. Because... Yeah, you can't. We've done it. You can't just pull it. It's not. Yeah, it's not fun. Wow. So you think thirty eight hundred are your favorite thing to work on? Mm, I said love perfect. hate. <laughs> you can have them all. You like I do like working on them just because I'm familiar with them. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be Eco- the Sonics. Eco. Yeah. Ecotechs are fun. So, I would say Sonics. I know probably. I don't know. I know yeah, Sonics. Well, Sonics good. aren't bad either. They're... And I really like the result with those, especially with our new Zero uh, Four. Yeah. That we got. Oh, uh, after driving um, the purple car, like for I don't know, I drove that for like a month. I really do like those cars. Are just nice cars. Like yeah. they're newer. It's you get all the amenities, mm-hmm. and you yeah. get. The power that a, stu- or a supercharged Grand Prix makes in a smaller—I mean, we're making 300 horsepower on a Sonic. But it's so. not crazy power, so you can go out and beat on it, and not. And you can do fast. anything yeah. with it. You can do like we got people tracking them and drag racing them, and it's just—I feel like it's a universal car. If you want to get into something, they're mm-hmm. not that expensive. Like I don't know. No, they're yeah. nice to work on. They're they're. I'd say that one probably. Those Pretty are. simple. I mean, the engine bay, bay has a good amount of room. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're they're just a nice little step newer than the Cobalt too, because the the Cobalt LNF is a nice car, but like yeah. still you're still gonna have that rattly dash or mm-hmm. some interior <laughs> bits falling apart or like you know I mean Tyler could go on. About it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. But like the Sonics aren't there yet, so unless you got like a, you buy a trashed one, but um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they're a nice car. Well, and and you you mentioned interior panels and stuff like that, and uh, whose was it? That, it was that red LNF that was in here the other day. Yeah, well, that, that car was nice. That, yeah, that was a really nice car. But it makes such a big difference when someone hasn't taken the door panels off nine times <laughs> and all the other stuff. Yeah, and like <laughs> you Doesn't can have... get it all clipped back in, but it's just not. Not the same. It is good. It's so nice. And so most of the Sonics and Cruises that we get, you know, 
you don't really need, unless you're a big audiophile, you don't need to replace the speakers. They come with a decent yeah. sound system. The speakers are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Not bad at all. Enough. For stack, I mean. Yeah. Um, so, you know, even the upgraded system in the, the Cobalt was, mm -hmm. the, the rear sub was a nice touch, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah, Brad, I would say uh, cams and valve springs. Yeah. Or, or just drive it and enjoy it, but we're all, yeah. we're all the same. Same around here. We just need to keep just keep fiddling on stuff. <laughs> I was just saying today at lunch how I, I, I might go away from the supercharger on the old blue car because that uh, new S two fifty eight that's coming out. I like that idea. Might uh, might pique my interest. It's time. Enough. Yep. It's time. It's and I got an F forty eight install, so you know yeah, why not? Brand new too. Brand new. They work so good. I know. I know. Has Brad driven his car yet? He said it's like, raining, and he said, just I got did. it in, it's raining. I'd still drive it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Brad, congrats on getting it in. I know you were having <laughs> difficulties, and it was hurting you, and, but uh, congrats, you got it in, and you got it all put together. I'm very it's excited worth for it. you to drive it. Yeah. You're going to love it's, it. It's yeah. physically larger. That's part of why it's so difficult to put in. Yeah. Uh -huh. yep. yep. Everything's a little bit... It wasn't meant to go in there. No. So, no. Yeah. But we make it work. It's, it... Yeah. Is Noah Hammock's question still up there? Uh, or rather, what part of the job do you like the most? Seeing customer reactions, finishing the build, etc. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, we, we didn't get. The we top don't of generally it, get to see the reactions. That's Bo gets that yeah, fun part. Gets... Honestly, surprisingly enough, I don't see a ton of reaction either. Um, you know, it's normally like surprisingly lately, people have been picking up um, or just getting them shipped back yeah. or picking up oh, after hours. And normally there's some nice emails though. Yeah, yeah. and I always yeah. forward good emails along to the guys. Um, but uh, commonly on pickup, the customer reaction is just overwhelmed and you know a, a little nervous about spending that much money and then <laughs> just trying to you know get back home six hours. So uh, you know there's not a ton of um, interaction. They're just in a lot of emotions, and I'm just trying to run them through stuff. And usually it's like no worries, man. Just get in it, enjoy it. It's ready to go. Yeah, Let just, me know if you have questions just later. Home. <laughs> I think I, I find getting done with a big build quite satisfying. Yeah, yeah. And then when we're all sitting in the race cars chat, one you know saying what's making for power on the dyno. Yeah, and, yeah. That's always good, and especially I'm sure for you guys, if it goes to the dyno and then it's done. It doesn't that have to come back the for anything. Most satisfying comes part. back for a leak check, and that. Yep. Yeah, hopefully that's it. And it. Yep. Sent off a little street tune in, and it's it's good to go. Or when you bring it back in and you lift it up and everything's it's dry on it, <laughs> and you're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what what about first startups? Are you are you oh, guys ever yeah. nervous still? Always nervous. No, I'm I am. Over that. Yeah. yeah. I'm always nervous. <laughs> Every it doesn't matter what engine it is, doesn't matter anything. Yep. First startup always most nerve wracking uh, for me, especially yeah. when you did a lot. If like if you put cams in it, or like if you did timing on it, or yeah. if you did like I roll them a few times with a wrench. Yeah. Nothing's cramming. It'll be fine. Well, I do that too, but like I know nothing's gonna hit, but it just always makes me nervous. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. I've always always done that, no matter what I do, but. Brad says he won't drive in the rain. He uh, I saw that. replaced his rusty, <laughs> rusty rocker panels. Yeah, Brad, can I uh, bring a couple cobalt spy for you to do that? Because <laughs> uh, a blue and purple one might Brad, have some I, holes. <clears throat> I'm not sure how you uh, did the rocker panel job, regardless. Good for you. Um, but make sure you uh, get in there and 
coat the backside of your welds with something, mm -hmm. even if it's chassis wax, uh, primer, anything, because they will even just sitting in your garage perfectly. That it they will rust back out from the I inside just out. Just had that done to my truck. Yeah, yeah. You your friend of mine. Film, didn't you? Yeah, fluid film. Friend of mine, yeah. the body guy, and he had the truck for a couple of days, and he did it for me. Yep, just wow. drill a couple holes wherever you see fit and get in there and coat that. Maybe even come back every other year and do it because that's it'll rust rust out from the inside out before you know it. Oof. Really oh, your hard I, work. If I had the money, I'd get my truck redone every year. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most sad. It comes back. It's the cleanest it'll ever be. It is like, oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, rust, rust is a thing in Michigan. Ooh, it's the worst thing. Here's a, here's a good question, and one that I'm sure everyone has their opinion on. Uh, what's what's your tool brand? Oh, Snap-on. Yeah. Uh, Probably because he's the only one that shows up. But <laughs> <laughs> I do like some of the Snap-on stuff. I have some, regret regrettably. I'm not a Snap-on guy at heart. I am a, like a Milwaukee guy. I do like Milwaukee. I don't have Milwaukee. He's a snap-on guy at heart. He's not a snap-on guy in the pockets. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I got a wedding coming up, so there's a lot of, like, yeah. Budgeting. Budgeting, and snap-on is not my budget. But I do have some snap-on things. I do like the tools. No U.S. general, I hope. I've, I've nope. probably been buying snap-on tools as long as you've been breathing. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? 42. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I probably I do like uh, the gear wrench brand actually mm -hmm. I you, I have one three eighths ratchet that I have had since I've been wrenching since before I was at the dealership I bought it beforehand Dang. and I've had that thing forever and it will not break it's yeah. like a oh, flex yeah. head three eighths ratchet from gear wrench and I don't even know if the gear wrench makes it anymore because I've looked at it <laughs> but I've had that one ratchet and it will not break I have stood on that three eighths ratchet and it will not break <laughs> I well, don't. You're like a hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was great the other day. We had a, a car come in on a U-Haul trailer, and it was here for an engine noise. And, you know, before we got it off the trailer, we kind of wanted to know what this engine noise was so that we could properly, you know, proceed with the customer and make sure that the repairs weren't out of his budget, yada, yada. And I'm like, I think it's the flex plate. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And I'm like, let me go get my guys. And we walk out, and Chris is on top, and then Ryan just crawls right under the trailer. It <laughs> looks in the inspection hole of the of the uh, of the of the trans, and the guys are the, the two guys that are dropping the car off. Look at me, and he's like, "Did he really just get under there?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, we're gonna give it a look." <laughs> uh, and that's the big. That we... Ryan's like, "Yep, it's cracked." And I'm yep. like, "Cool, cool." At we know. I use the smallness to my advantage. Oh, how about, I love it. How about when you put together the drag sonic and you were inside of that thing? I lived around. in that <laughs> for like a week straight. I lived in the passenger side wheel well. Yeah, I right. Did, that was I could could have set up a pillow and slept there the whole night. I would have been totally fine. I was just comfy. I was good. Ryan did some great work. Uh, and young. <laughs> buttoning up the Sonic and getting the wiring all nice and he's got it all tucked up against the back dash and, and it turned out really nice it turned out really a really lot nice. of wires oh yeah, yeah apparently nice. there's a lot of wires in a car <laughs> with a Sonic oh, I'm aware. <laughs> uh, so on the on the topic of tools what's uh what's the one tool that you purchased that you didn't think would make as much of a difference as it did electric ratchet 
I just said that at lunch. Yeah. Electric ratchet is the best invention of the 21st century. I'm going to say the same thing. Yeah. I didn't get yep. them until I started working here. Long neck one. Yep. Reaches yeah, better. Get the long. Do not. I still don't have one of those. If you got the extra cash, just get the long see, neck. See, I like the shorty. But I'll I have guess to try it depends. I, I, it depends what you're doing. Because I can see the advantage of the short ones. But the long ones, I got snap on ones. And they are great. And I use. Like every day, like that is my right hand. Like that's yep. I use it twenty four seven. Yeah, I can't believe the difference it makes on uh, for me personally removing a, the rear manifold of a thirty eight hundred. Oh, to yeah. think I yeah. used to actually <laughs> wrench those bolts in yeah. and out by hand is um I don't even know. Oh, I know. Ecotech too, because you can sneak it back there and do it from the top with a. Okay. Yep. Same yeah. Same. Yeah, I did that on my black cobalt last year to replace the gasket, and I remember I originally put that shorty header on this is three houses ago and and (laughs) eight years ago and i did it all with just wrenches i didn't have ratcheting wrenches i didn't have like a full tool set that could get back there and so it was when you used to like turn it a time you just like take a break and lean your head on the cowl but keep just wrenching Sometimes that's how it is. Yeah, that's all that. You're works. like, I'm here. Yeah. We're doing it. I love you wrenching on cars. In there and you're just you know, <laughs> yep. you're looking around, talking to people. That was me, like my first like half year at the dealership when I worked there. Uh-huh. Like I had like a gear wrench set that was like this big. I had a little Milwaukee three eight set mm-hmm. and just everything. I just. Yep. <laughs> and so I was <laughs> dreading doing it, and then I was, you know, I broke them all loose, and then I just whipped the electric ratchet back there. I'm like. Why did it? Yeah. What? <laughs> this took me like it's 30 minutes. So the nice. Milwaukee's not even that pricey either. No, they're not. My dad just got one too and he loved it. You yeah. can get those M12, just the regular non fuel ones, for like 180 bucks for the battery all yep. day. Yep. Especially around Christmas. They do, you know, two tools and a yep. battery or two. But, oh. ooh. Yeah, that's that... a good question. Ooh. Oh, I rarely get the arrows out. Yeah. Me and Chris are a little bit, well, Chris has the half-inch electric. I love it. I need one. <laughs> He's got the Milwaukee half-inch electric impact. I still got, I'm still rocking half-inch air-powered AirCat. Um, anybody wants to go on Amazon? I love it. <laughs> it, it is, is sweet. a super good little stuff. The only it's, time I get my air impacts yeah. out is because they're smaller, I can fit them in more places. Yep. The yeah. only thing I really use it for is like lug nuts and like big 18 mil, like, Crank bolts big, or something. Yeah, yeah, big or twenty-one mil crank bolts and stuff, getting them off. But you other can't than beat, that, you can't beat running around a car going. <laughs> oh, every time I try to do a faster, <laughs> I just in my mind it's just NASCAR. So I was actually looking into being a NASCAR pit crew before I really I was in college. Yeah, no way. Because I'm like, man, I like wrenching. I love racing. Like, how cool would that be to be on a pit crew? Well, I quickly learned <laughs> for NASCAR, they aren't recruiting mechanics because you can't recruit a mechanic to be healthy and quick. Yeah, they recruit like you, athletes. You can recruit. Yeah, they recruit athletes like. Oh, college football who didn't go to the NFL and they just teach him how to change a lug nut because it's easier to teach the guy like that who's fast as heck yeah he's already been in the mechanical part than it is to build the physical part yeah I can see that makes sense (laughs) you know he's already he he runs whatever in the the 40 yard dash (laughs) yeah just change those lug nuts okay (laughs) okay do I do it fast yes (laughs) as fast as you can 
Damn. They switched NASCAR this year to a single lug, didn't yep. they? Yep. yep. Like the yep. F1. F1 style. Yep. I bet that makes those pit stops a lot faster. Yeah, probably. Watching the the old style when they actually did still have five bolts, have you seen the like socket holder that they no, have? I haven't. They're, they're, yeah. It's like this long, yep. and they zip all the lugs off, and they just stay in there. Yeah. yeah. So then they just... Yeah, they go inside of the socket, and yeah. then they just line up. You can fit, like, I don't know, if, I think they got five of them, but you can yep. fit, like, five in a row, yep. and then they just boop, 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 back just on, go back on. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But, yeah, now they just got one. Uh, but what about one tool that you bought and say you never really use? What? Anything? <laughs> I got one. <laughs> it's but. so stupid because it was the one tool that I needed for one car, and I bought it after I needed it. Ah, yes. It is, it is a wiper arm puller. Oh, yeah. Yep. Never thought I'd need it, but I had one car that I worked on at the dealership I was at, and this was this car had been sitting outside forever, and I tried whatever, and I tried knocking, knocking it with a hammer, mm -hmm. and you can't knock too hard because you're going to break everything off if you do internally, the actual yep. motor, and so I, fi I finally got it off. I just put some penetrating lube on there and then waited and then went back the next day and finally got it off. But then I, uh, yeah, I got this tool for wiper removal. And, and you've never, used, never it used it again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was cheap, so whatever. The, but. the biggest tool I've never, I bought and never used was I bought a really long extension for the, the, the sucker bolt on a 3800 bell housing. And then I, I never got it through the wheel well again. I just get it from the top now with the rear manifold off. Mm. And I, I just pulled out that extension on my toolbox for the first time in probably five years <laughs> yesterday. I'm like, man, I wonder if I still have that long when I was working on something else. But yeah, that would be mine. I have one of those. I use it more than you'd think. Yeah. A lot. Ryan but, prefers going through the wheel well to get that bolt. I just get it from the top anymore. Yeah, I use... I just stack a bunch of extensions. Yeah. I stack a bunch of them and then half inch uh, breaker bar, break it loose, and then you can zip it out with an impact on the extension. It works really good. I put a little swivel on that too. Real nice. <laughs> one, one tool that I know you have, Chris, that I used a couple years ago on the Sonic that w was just like flabbergasting to me was the flywheel holder. Tool. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to hold the crank bolt on the other end. I was doing the Sonic clutch, and I'm like, "This is this is, this is this is life changing." <laughs> yep. I got it all bolts. You get two levers. You just pull them towards each other. Yeah. Yep. Great. Love it. Yep. <laughs> I need one. I'm still old school. I do. The I know. I saw you back. doing it the other day. You're old. <laughs> usually, usually I have the engine out. Um, like when I have the engine out, and like on, the, I'll put it on the table. I'll just put my half inch brake bar on the other side, and it doesn't move. I'll yeah, just stick just, it in the end, and yeah. then tighten them up, and go around. And then if it's in the air, I'll just hold it. They're four cylinders. I'm pretty beefy, you know. <laughs> Get in there and do both of them, you know. Will Kish says, "How many of you guys have a distributor wrench?" Uh, definitely I'm not guess me. One out of four. <laughs> I think you may be right, Chris. Maybe. You have one, Mike? Yeah. All right. Two out of five. I do, um, I do have a timing light. Not here. I have one. Not I have here. a tack and dwell meter. Bill Kish. I don't know what that is. It okay. still blows my mind. That's for doing Kish. points. He, he knows everything about how to distribute things. And 
<laughs> like he'll rattle off all this stuff, and then he just he, the space bar to start and stop the scan is too hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. is, the, is the Will Power. Kent? Yeah, that's Bill. That's Bill. Is his real name William? Yeah. Really? Yeah, we'll never knew that. We'll Hi, Bill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Zoom also this week just blessed us with some nice new lighting in the install bay. Oh, oh those are sweet. It is the best. <laughs> They've been flashing once in a while, like all of them at the same time. I noticed that. Mine I don't is... know if somebody's playing with a power working on the addition. Yeah, that, that, that'd that have to be it because they're not even hooked together. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, they kind of are because all those outlets are together. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, it's so nice. Um, I, I did... Uh... A bunch of those four-foot LEDs in my garage a couple of years ago. I got six on each side. And the other day I walked into the garage, and it, when I moved into the house, all it had was one garage door opener and then two light bulbs. <laughs> and, I, and I worked on my car in there for a little while, like back when I had the black Saturn. Like, that's that's all I had. Like, yeah. well, that was good enough. And I walked in, I'm like, how in the world did I do anything <laughs> in yeah. here? Lighting is the most underrated garage mod ever. Oh, it, oh it's yeah. the oh, yeah. biggest difference. Yeah, I've got eight of those four-footers, mm-hmm. and that was okay. Yeah. But I recently drywalled and painted it white. Ooh, that, 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 that makes a one, big That takes it to another level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we were just tinkering around the, in the shop this week. I'm like, man, I feel so professional out here. <laughs> it does feel light. pretty sweet. <laughs> you get, like, a little reflection off the benches, and you're like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> And those LED lights are, I mean, a six-pack of four-footers is like $35 on Amazon. Yeah. And I've never had one go out. They're so much better. Yep. All right. On the topic of tools, stay in there. Can you think of any tools that you've had to modify that have made your life easier? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All sorts of custom stuff. Like what? Me and me and Ryan made a good one just this week. Um, we were pressing, oh, we were yeah. pressing on a. Uh, uh, That's last week. Front main seal of a thirty-eight hundred. Uh-huh. But without dropping the cradle, you can't get the size of pipe. We were we were using a three-inch aluminum pipe in this case to uh, just tap the front main seal in equally. You know. Yeah. Evenly. Evenly. Yeah. And you, uh, the pipe won't go on the seal straight without dropping the subframe. You know. Or without lowering it a little bit, at least. Yeah. They make they probably make proper tools to press on a front main seal too, but this was <laughs> Well the, the biggest problem is the, the snout of the crank sticks out farther. If it was yeah. flush it'd be no big deal, but the you, have, uh, you need something okay. that goes over the outside yep. and sits flush in there. So we took the pipe, we notched the pipe around the pinch weld of the car <laughs> enough so that you put it in, you put it around the pinch weld, you put it on the crank and then you tapped it in. There you go. That's pretty nice. It took like 30 seconds too. I also got a, you've seen my 3800 double roller installer that I made. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was pretty that's slick. The, that's the double roller installer 3000 right there. <laughs> See, Tim enjoys my fuel line tool. Yeah. I have two two fuel line tools, a regular one and one that's definitely been worked uh, over to work on the flex sensors. Yeah, the, that low pro one comes in handy. Yep. I think I might. I would say one that I made that I've used multiple times and saves a lot of time and a lot of headache is I just took a piece of uh, stainless pipe 
-hmm. and I expanded one end to fit perfectly onto the cobalt control arm bushings. So it, oh. it's the exact diameter of the metal ring, so yep. you don't have to smush it with mm -hmm. something else. Mm -hmm. And you just toss that puppy in the vise, get it lined up, good nice. to go. Nice. I think my favorite that I've made is a set of piston stops. Yes. The, the long ones for when you're doing for yep. doing valve springs on the ATSVs. That is cool. Because you can lock that engine in any position so it won't turn either way. Ah, I, I like your you, idea there, too. Because then you can do valve springs along with our cam phaser holders yep. without taking the front cover off. Nice. What's the, uh, t the tip of the tool made out of, too? I bought brass yes. cap nuts and then machined them, like Loctited them on, yep. and then put it in the lathe and turned them down. Yeah. Hey, there mm -hmm. you go. Yeah, Chris actually just broke a really nice tool this week trying to I modify it. Did <laughs> I will buy another one? It was, you it break? was my Chinesium pipe expander. <laughs> Already? I, you I, had it for one of mine. Oh, I had it in the lathe trying to modify it, and it hooked and went flying. Oh no! <laughs> just bought it exactly, exactly for that job. Didn't work. And then had to do broke. the same job again a couple days later after I broke the tool. Oh, you're no. so happy. I know it worked so well, but it could have worked better. <laughs> <laughs> Got greedy. Uh, I he, did get greedy. He comes in when he gets it and shows me. He's like, dude, guess what I got? He's so happy about it. It didn't work. It worked. It, just, it didn't go deep enough. <laughs> no. That's what she said? Yeah, that's what I was going to go there. <laughs> I knew. I didn't want to do that. Bravo. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you guys are both good at coming up with creative ways to complete tasks in the shop that I don't normally give you credit for. I'm like, perfect, get it done, leave. <laughs> good, glad you're glad, glad Come you back got to me it. when it is good. Yeah. <laughs> Love the initiative. Yeah, yeah. Brad, you, uh, I saw your custom axle slide hammer the other day. That uh, that was had to be the most stubborn axle I've ever seen. Axle slide it was that stuck? <laughs> he, he made wow. a... Uh, like a pickle fork to slip behind yeah, it. Yeah, kind of go around it. And I, I've seen people do that where they'll, they'll actually weld vice grips onto the end of a slide hammer so they can grab What side the was it? Was uh, it the driver's side? Driver's side, I believe. I have seen it where the, the little clips the expand clips a little stuck. too far. Yeah. yeah. And you can't pull them I back. One of those things like where that. you'll have ten that don't fight you, and then you'll just have one that is just... Yep. Yep. It's the worst, too. Yeah. Getting them out of the half shaft, getting the passenger side one out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Can... Oh, that. Yeah. Where they rust in. No. Uh -huh. yeah. Thankfully, I've been really lucky lately. Oh, I don't knock think I've... Wood. <laughs> yeah. I still have an 04 ion intermediate shaft in my garage with an axle attached to it because I couldn't get it out. They are one. <laughs> so <laughs> they are I just one removed the whole ever. thing and... Well, want another one and put it in. The ion that I got from you was I had I heated that up. I air hammered it. I did everything <laughs> to get that off because I wanted the speedo to work. Yep. Finally yeah. got it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, was not fun. Joey Cantrell. Uh, there's a couple guys on the Facebook pages and Instagram that have really cool turbo or supercharged LSJs in their S10s. Uh, one guy, Jay Green. He's from Florida. Uh, we were Saturn buddies back in my S-Series days. He's got a 
killer S10, like beautiful shaved bay, all that. It's got a turbo LSJ in it. Um, the there's another guy, I don't know his name offhand, Randy. If you're in the chat, or a, you know, drop a link. But he's got a sweet TBS S10 that's got like that livery on the side, neon green wheels, and it's like totally my speed because. If I could have a turbo LSJ S10, yeah. I would. So both of these guys drive four-wheel drive standard cab Chevy trucks. Yeah. Both super clean. Both cammed. Yeah, both cammed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mine's green, Chris's is red. Except I've a bit newer. seen Chris's and I've never seen Ryan's in person. Have you never? Doesn't. You've never driven it it's here. It's been here like twice. <laughs> I've seen it. He it's does. He like literally twice. won't drive it. It's such a baby. Uh, but if you had to drive, build a platform car, what would it be, Chris? ATS. Just a two liter? I think so. Okay. All wheel drive car? Yeah. Yeah, you do uh, like this. Yep. Sedan or coupe? Oh, sedan. Ooh. Okay. I do not care for the coupes. I don't like they, the coupe so rear end. What would yeah. the what would the outline of the build be? Obviously you'd forge it. Yeah, forge probably just the big wheel turbo. Really? For just daily, a little, just yeah. A little street keep scooter. The, keep the spool. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Flex fuel bolt-ons. Yep. Uh, mine was uh, be L and F. Yeah. The uh, the L and F, or even. Don't had... say it. No. <laughs> what were you gonna say? <laughs> what were you gonna say? I thought you were gonna say Grand Prix. <laughs> I I don't know. I do love the Grand Prix. I could go for like our Grimace. I I looked for one for the longest time. I can like that color, and. I just like the color. I like that. Yeah, I do Red like fire that. metallic. Everybody loves that color. And the third, it's the problem is thirty eight hundreds nowadays are just everybody like They're, on marketplace. Like every kid had them in high school. Yeah. And on marketplace, a lot of them, if you find a good one, they're six to eight thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. And that's you wild. can't you 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 honestly can't go to marketplace anymore to buy a Grand Prix. No, you gotta like find one. You on gotta the side know of the road. somebody yeah. who has one who is selling it. Uh, <laughs> Either that. Yeah. yeah. Either that, or I have even I have even went back to the old Craigslist. <laughs> the old Craigslist <laughs> it still exists. It still exists, and there was two on there that were in there. They're always old guys, yeah. like yeah. really that's old that's guys. That's not a bad idea. They're always be, ninety. Good. Sorry. No, you're fine. Ninety percent of ninety percent of it is spam ads. Now go to Florida yeah, Craigslist and just type in GTP. You'll find something that's worth your while. <laughs> I think if I were to. Or Texas, maybe build yeah, a GTP that I like could choose. It would have to be a coupe fortieth. Yeah. I oh. love that color. I love a coupe. Yep. It's the same color as my GXP. If you didn't know. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Same paint. No way. Yep. So LNF, what would the uh, what would the build be on the LNF? LNF. Oh man. F40 right away. That's what I was telling Tim the other as day. As soon as I got it, we were talking in the in the in the office about you know five thousand dollars worth of mods on an LNF. I'm like intake downpipe F40. <laughs> intake <laughs> downpipe tune stage sensors F40. That's all. Yeah. F40 clutch. Which turbo? Big clutch. Which turbo? Yeah. That's the important. Uh, honestly, the I, we had one in here a while ago. Sorry, LNF sedan. Ooh, okay. What yeah. color? I do like the stands. I actually like the blue. Yes. Tim, Tim had that blue, but the... But we, a clean one? We had one in here that was really clean, and it yes. looked really nice. It's just a really dark blue, 
and it's like a really deep dark blue and it's perfect yeah i probably have the black seats in it yeah but uh i would probably do just honestly the stock turbo that's on it and just do um e85 mm -hmm. uh and i don't know not much i uh, mean f40 you can intercooler Intercooler, all, all yeah, full bolt ons. I had I, like that one that was here, that blue one. You know which one I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. the blue one. Oh yeah, was beautiful, and I in it ripped, and it was on a stock turbo tune. Well, it's eighty five. It's it really ripped. hard to get away, like you know, having gobs of power, horsepower specifically is great, but that Ko four hits so hard. And on E, I mean, you're talking 330 wheel and 400 plus foot pounds. Yeah. And it's on whenever. Yep. All yep. the time. It's it's great. So I don't know. A good old 257 builds a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh -huh. 257 builds a lot of fun. It no. is. Not a 256. I've driven a couple 256 cars, the old one. Ugh. A 258, I, I mean, I want to see one of those. I know. That compressor map looks amazing. I tell you what, <laughs> yeah. the, the Regal's down for a little bit. Somebody way, way up in the chat asked what was going on with the Regal. The Regal's coming back very soon. Um, we're putting a new short block in it, taking the cam out of it, because we're just going to autocross and tail the Dragon the rest of the year, so it'll just be back on 1-9 Rockers. Um, but I've been driving the HHR a couple days this week, and man, do I think I might be an HHR guy. They are good cars. <laughs> good cars. They are, but I don't care for the seating position. See, it, it feels I, like you're driving a truck. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a van. Truck. Or, or a, a van. van. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to bash my head on the ceiling. <laughs> I, I would, yeah. When I say HHR guy, there wouldn't be much left of what the HHR yeah, is yeah. in stock form. From the seats to the whole drivetrain would come out and, you know, it'd be... Basically, what we put in John Kennedy's today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. drove Tyler's after I put the tranny in it the other day, and that. So I mean, that's this kind of a zippy little car. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Mine great. is an auto, as is Tyler's. And so before I bought the auto HHR, I'm like, Tyler, how is it? And he's like, not bad. And I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> but I get it, and I'm like, holy cow, this is not bad. And as far as daily driver HHR, you. I'd probably take the auto over. I, I would 110% take the auto HHR over the manual. Yeah. And I finally figured it out because I had that silver HHR SS. I just did bolt-ons and flipped it and sold it. But I always hated driving it. It was a manual. And I was like, man, I don't like LNFs. The reach for the shifter. The reach for the shifter is a problem. No. It's the reach for the shifter, but more importantly, the pedal. The clutch? No, the oh. the accelerator pedal is totally different than an LNF Cobalt. Yes, I got. I, I there was one day here. I took Rowdy home, drove that, and then immediately on lunch got into my purple LNF. <laughs> Tim's, Tim's fixing to get beat up in a little while. <laughs> but I hopped over to the Cobalt, and I'm like that. That is it. I finally figured it out because whatever it is, whether it's the the amount of throw or the tuning be like half into throw. the pedal, it just doesn't feel right in the HHR. Whereas I love driving eleven F Cobalt. Yeah, now. it's great. It's way different. You have to be like half throttle before yeah. you get moving. Yep. I don't like particularly the um, manual LNF like our car. Yep. Just because of the clutch. You ever notice with the clutches in those? It's it's the way that the lines, or something with the um, master cylinder or whatever, mm -hmm. is different than the cobalts. 
So when you let off, it's not just off on. It's yeah. off, and then there's like a little hitch in there. And yeah, then it comes yeah, up. I know. Well, so I don't know why, but it bugs me. The HHRs are <laughs> the only one with a clutch return spring. Yeah. So it's the master cylinder isn't actually pushing it back. It's yep. the spring pulling it up. And uh, Randy's working on a clutch return spring, so hopefully we can get one. Yeah, that's, that's probably stiffer, what it is. And yeah. it'll pull it up faster. He was literally just asking about that today. Yeah. Um, uh, I sorry, I wanted to grab. I think it was Emery's question, and he said, uh, what do you do about the gap in between the strut mount and the top bolt on a cruise after a coilover installed? And I, I experienced this firsthand myself. It seems weird, but that's just how it is. Uh, once you get weight onto the car, that top strut mount will seat into the, the body panel, and it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, so just... Put it back down. I mean, if yours is making noise, that might be a little bit different, but I remember doing coilovers on the Drag Sonic one day, and when there's the weight is off the suspension, the coilovers on a 1.4 just kind of dangle around in there, and it feels weird. And uh, But just get weight on the, on the suspension, and you'll be good. Anyway. Yeah. HHR Auto. Underrated. Definitely. It is very good, good street car. Good day. Yours is super nice. I don't think I've ever been in an auto, and you got the you got the little screen too, don't you? Yeah, yep. that's so the, fancy. Uh, an RPD in there? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's a it's a it was a make or break for me. I wasn't gonna buy one without the RPD. I never, I didn't even know they had that. Oh, really, yeah. You brought it in. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Basically, I saw They're that. Pretty man. uncommon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've not seen a lot of them. They were uh, standard on the tens and optional on the nines, and they didn't come in the eight. And so Erica's is an eight, so you can't oh, have it. That makes sense. Mine's a ten. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, when do you want to sell that one? <laughs> Let me. It's <laughs> funny because I was just thinking, I'm like, just because of that. <laughs> it has an auto. I would think I would want a manual if I had one. And I'm like, here I am. What is it with HHR people? You always have more than one. I, you always will. <laughs> you always will. Sarah would be. Sarah would crap if I came home with a HHR. <laughs> <laughs> you got a W buddy. I got a W buddy. I got an HHR. You got an HHR. <laughs> gang, gang. Sarah has technically more platformer cars than I do. Well, you'll have them. Yeah. Well, Tyler's got all the cobalt on 28th Street. Or in Grand Rapids. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> speaking of LNFs, if you want to buy one, they have one. And it's, it's for sale. Yeah. I don't have a price, but... You know, Ryan's oh, you're, you're trying to sell yours now? Yeah, eventually. The um, LNF? I'm, I'm going to drive it down to the Dragon. Okay. But I need to All fix right. that bolt tonight. So. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> sure this guy can help you with that. Yeah. I, I, I bought yeah. a tap, so we'll, we'll, we'll get that rolling. But we got uh, three minutes left. Okay. We'll ask one more question, and then we'll just... Go with the what you doing this weekend. Uh, do you guys have a preference on oil? On oil? People well, always I, love that. I ask. like the price of the LDK oil. <laughs> yep, so do I. Uh, otherwise, mobile one. Yeah. My truck gets mobile one. Uh, mobile, uh, Valvoline, probably. Hmm. I really like Valvoline. Um, or mobile one. I feel like they're, they're all from the same place. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they're just one guy that's like, what do I, what am I feeling today? Is this gonna be Valvoline or Mobile? I don't know. I I could care less, honestly. I I mean I still I like the Mobile One or the Valvoline. If yeah. it was between two, those I don't really care for the other ones. But yeah, I don't know. I am uh, I'm all over the board, man. 
it depends on the day, depends on the mood. I think yeah. the old one eight cruise, once the LDK runs out, that's gonna get whatever's cheapest. <laughs> I've ran I've been diehard Motorcraft. Bar- Super Tech, yeah, maybe. Super Tech, yeah. that's what it's called now. I've been diehard Babylon, I've been diehard Rotella, then everything in between anymore. If it's I just I I commonly just pick uh what weight is for yeah. what I want. Yeah. Um, you know. I used to really if I had a favorite oil it's the Babylon VR one. But that's, uh, that's what I got in the blue car now. I, I love it because it's blue. Al says conventional for corn cars. What's the reason for that versus a synthetic? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't run the VR one anymore though because it's not good on cats and all of our stuff's catted. Yeah, I heard that. It's not good for cats. We'll see. Uh, it has a high zinc content. Oh, it's meant for racing. Yep. But uh, yeah, E85 dilutes the oil before it wears out. Yeah, makes uh, sense. I just always maybe break the, maybe the truck will be getting uh, the old cheapy oil, no, the, <laughs> the dino oil. Yeah, the conventional's got all the dinosaurs and dragons in it. Yep. That's perfect. <laughs> I just always break the car before the oil even needs to be changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so, you, so me you, too. So you run breaking oil. <laughs> Last year, before we went to tail the dragon, I changed the transmission and not the oil. You changed the transmission, not the oil. I had the oil, the oh. engine out of the car on a stand, didn't change the oil, put it back Good in. Pull the plug. Yeah. Um, and then this year I'm just changing the whole engine instead of the oil. So. That's how we do it around here. I'm never yeah. like, oh shoot, time to change the oil. Wait, 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 with, this, with the engine that you're putting in it, are you just leaving the oil that's already in it? <laughs> now, now I'm interested. No, I gotta go back to 131 and scrape it off the track. <laughs> No, no, out of the derby car. Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting, right? You just keep it. I mean, yeah, Al Bo drains his oil. It wasn't the track, all right. It was the <laughs> shutdown. It was the shutdown. Okay. <laughs> it's just it's self changing. Uh, yeah, it just, exactly. Time to be just, out. There it goes. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Uh, maybe I'll have to put. I don't, I've been slacking on the social. But uh, the Regal engine will be out this weekend, and I'm thinking there's going to be some interesting bits to find. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what. I what peeked that through the wheel like. well, and there were some things cracked that are not <laughs> supposed to be cracked. You could you could probably you're just taking it out of the derby car, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. could just flip it over and just <laughs> get everything from the backside. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we're about five oh one. What are you guys doing this weekend? I got wedding stuff tonight. Uh, we are going to talk to the master and mistress. Shout out Haven Joy. I will be there soon. <laughs> and we are going to a campfire. Right after and, he fixes Tyler's car. Yeah, I mean, I did give her a time that might have been a little lenient. So I say after. Uh, podcast, so, babe, which runs till 7. Yeah. <laughs> she, she doesn't she even know. It ran a little late, babe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. all I got. What about you, Bocap? Oh, Regal Wrenching. That, that's what I was doing last weekend. It's what I'm doing this weekend. It's what I'm doing next weekend. Basically, it's all Tale of the Dragons here and yeah. gone. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to work on the purple car. Then I'm going to go home. Probably have a few more of these. Tomorrow, uh, it looks like a lot of rain. So i got to do cool. our friend's Equinox breaks. i got to do Erica's breaks. I gotta. Then we're going kayaking. And then i got to do white people's stuff on... On Sunday, mobile on, get some groceries, you know, the norm. I am leaving for Beaver Island Saturday morning for the week. Yeah, this was a good way to cap off the work week before your your hiatus of uh, (laughs) 
Not only a week this time. Yeah, not uh, only a week this time. <laughs> what was it? Six weeks? Twelve weeks? Yeah, like eight. That? I think the last time. Too long. Is there still only one cop on the island? I have no idea. Oh. One cop? That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There. He's usually at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know him. His name's Fred. In the bar, in the bar I, or outside of the bar? I know we rented a car, and they asked, well, how are you getting to the island? Plane or boat? I said, boat. They said, okay, the car will be in the lot with your name on it. Keys will be in it. Nice. So, yep. Nice. Yeah, that's... Putting a lot of trust in them. <laughs> you, get there and you get there, and the Ford Focus that you got is sitting next to, like... A really nice, like, new Cadillac, and you just swap the names real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just, just grab yes, it. Yeah, the keys are probably in that one. Probably. Yes, because I waited too long to reserve a spot on the boat to get our own car over there. Uh, so we had to rent, and all they had left was a Focus for the five of us and our stuff. <laughs> you get there as a 1970s Focus. <laughs> it's there you go. <laughs> oh. Well, everyone. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for thanks for us. being here. Thanks for everyone in the chat. Uh, Jeff, I, I uh, no, I can't promise anything, um, but I will bring the laptop home. So uh, send me that log. <laughs> Tyler's gonna be hammered. When we do <laughs> That's the best tunes. <laughs> High octane table, low octane table. <laughs> up up up. <laughs> Now, Jeff's car was already a little spicy, so <laughs> he won't get much. But All right. Have Take a good weekend, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Peace.